Hello, everyone, and welcome to Bloomscast. My name is Seth, a.k.a. Phantasma Blooms, and I'm coming to you pre-recorded from the Observatorium. As always, I thank you for tuning in today. Alright, so before I really get started in here today, I do have to address the elephant in the room, and that is, I am sorry to say that both the fox wife and I are sick, so you might hear some coughing in the background. Uh, if I cough, I promise I will go back and edit it to the best of my abilities, uh, unless, you know, I cough off to the side. But no, unfortunately, both of us did kind of get a little bit of the ick, um... It's not COVID or anything, it's just that wintry storm that's coming through. It got her first, like she was already not feeling great, and then unfortunately with that wintry storm, I just could not take it. I was a bitch, and <laughs> I am uh, I'm a little uh, under the weather. I have taken some medicine though, um, you know, I was feeling a lot worse earlier, and you know, now I'm feeling a fair bit better. Um probably will go to bed after recording this or you know we'll probably watch the Muppets Christmas Carol because guess what guys it is 10 34 p.m on Christmas Eve and I for one am incredibly excited to celebrate Christmas with the Fox Wife tomorrow you know for those who are even remotely interested in what we're doing uh we are going over to my sister's place early in the morning and by the time you guys are listening to this, it will probably we will probably be heading over to her family's place. So we will be uh, out and about a fair bit tomorrow, if not the whole day. So we'll be celebrating Christmas together, you know, early in the morning or late at night. And then we will be traveling and seeing my family and her family. But I really wanted to take a moment before we're really getting started in here today. Um, and also, sorry, you might hear a couple of clings and clangs in the background. Uh, the fox wife is cleaning up from our baking. If you are a part of the Plumes Paradise Discord, you might have seen our Christmas stuff. Like, we made um, gingerbread cookies. She made fudge. We went through and made a bunch of gift bags for all the kids. We got some things for the adults. Honestly, I think Christmas is going to be a lot of fun for a lot of people, us included. But in saying all that, I do want to, you know, take a moment to say, you know, thank you for spending your Christmas. If you're listening to uh, this on Christmas, spending a bit of your Christmas with me. I greatly appreciate it. Um, you know, it it has been a crazy year. And, you know, I think I will probably end up doing a more retrospective look back in the year later in the week. Um but I, it's just, it's kind of mind-boggling to me to realize how much Christmas has changed, both for myself and Sweet Fox Wife, you know, and I could not be more, because I'm saying all this now, she's probably going to join me in the observatorium a little bit later in the night, um, but I did want to say it before she got in here, that I am incredibly thankful for having her in my life, for letting letting her, or rather letting me celebrate Christmas with the woman that I love, and, you know, just, it was hard, it was incredibly hard to fight back tears, just because it has been a very, very, very rough year, um, you know, some of you are aware, my mom passed, uh, my brother-in-law's grandma passed the day of Christmas, and, you know, Christmas 
has been a hard, just like in general, a generally hard time of year because, you know, and we were talking last episode, which I conveniently uploaded earlier today. I was just like, mm, it's 10.21 p.m. It's still Christmas Eve. I can get away with this. <laughs> but, um, you know, I was getting onto the topic of, you know, modern Christmases and in talking about Christmas in general, I realized that Christmas had changed a lot for me, where I had kind of come to hate Christmas to some degree, which is wild to me to even think about because, you know, I I used to love Christmas. Like, as a kid, it was my favorite thing. Also, the fox wife is entering. No, you're fine, baby. Hi. I'm... I'm okay. <laughs> oh, no, I'm good, baby. I can't drink anyway while I'm recording. Do you want to come say Merry Christmas to the people? I'm not sure if they heard you, baby. Why don't you <laughs> come speak closer to the mic right about here? Go ahead. Merry Christmas. <laughs> ASMR from the Fox Wife coming to you in 2023. <laughs> I keep, no, I really keep trying to, I know I was just going down a sadder topic, but I want to change rails real quick. I really want to get her more involved in podcasts and stuff. I have the uh, blue microphone set up on a different mic stand, and, oh, that sounded painful. Um, I have the blue microphone set up on a different mic stand, and I would love to just kind of, like, attach it while I'm recording, and then... um, you know, push it over to her side and let her interject and be like, you know, my little DJ producer type. I think it'd be cute as hell. And she's smiling bashfully at me as she turns on her PC. You might hear that, but it's all good. <laughs> Hi. No, you're fine, baby. I love you. Hi. Hola. <laughs> It's fair to be recorded, you know. Now it's on, <laughs> it's on Spotify's servers for however long Spotify's around, and Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts. I think the world should know how much I love you. But anyway, so no, I I really do want to drag her into more podcasts, and with the secondary mic being over here, I think I might just be able to. Um, of course, she's looking at me like. Bro, we we didn't talk about this. <laughs> well, we've talked about it a few times, but she's shy and it's super cute. And I think she would add a unique flair to Plume's cast a little back and forth. Don't you think? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, as I was uh, previously saying, I did, you know, come to start to hate Christmas to some degree as I was getting older. Um, you know, I, it was always a hard time of year just because it was a reminder that my family was poor. It was a reminder that, you know, my family was broken and like certain years I wouldn't have my dad there. Certain years I wouldn't have my mom. Um, you know, certain years I wouldn't have my brother. I think almost every year I'd have my sister unless she was away for college or something like that. But you know, it was, it was just a hard year or hard time of year because you have, like, I feel like I understand it more being an adult 
where it's like, oh, you know, the finance side of things, taxes are coming up. You need to save some money to file taxes, which I, I'm not going to lie. In February, you might hear me being pissed off like a motherfucker about my taxes because, ayo, you know, your boy, your boy is trying to make it out of a hole. <laughs> and sometimes taxes, sometimes taxes just kicks me back in it a bit. Um, but no, like ultimately I understand now as an adult, how stressful Christmas can be. And I kind of relate more to my family, you know, especially to my dad, if only because he always wanted to make sure Christmas was fun and exciting but as I was getting older from like middle school up, um, you know, we gradually got smaller and smaller Christmases to the point where, you know, we were lucky to have a single gift or two under the tree. And it's not, you know, I say that not to say, oh, you know, I, I deserved more presents. I wanted more video games. I, I deserve this. I deserve that. No, it's not from the selfish standpoint of, you know, gimme, gimme, gimme. It was more a realization that the smallest things make Christmas. You know, the family time, the, you know, carols that you sing from your heart, so on and so forth. You know, and like setting up decorations and stuff. Even though, you know, as I got older, my family kind of cared less and less. At least my parents did about, you know, setting up Christmas lights and all. I was always still, you know, setting up lights. I had a small little Christmas tree. It was probably like maybe two feet, if even, that sat on the side of my bed for years. And I wish, I wish I could get it, you know. I know that shit. And it's like, when I was sitting there thinking about it the other day, I realized that a lot of my Christmas things were in a storage unit that my mom most definitely has lost. And like a bunch of things I had as a kid and a bunch of like ornaments, precious ones and that are gone, you know, they're probably trash somewhere. And when you realize that kind of thing, when you realize that after all these deaths, after all these, you know, despairs, this is kind of the first, well, I would say second, I would say first, I would say first Christmas where it feels as though I am celebrating it with my own family and starting my own traditions, you know, we, we definitely kind of dropped the ball a little bit when it came to setting up ornaments, <laughs> but we have a tree and it has, you know, candy canes on it and a ribbon and a super Mario star up the top. Like genuinely, I love that tree with all my heart and it, it does, it makes you realize how much those small things that to some people it's insignificant you know setting up a christmas tree it's just oh it's for the fashion of it but being there and you know setting up our very first christmas tree together it made me want to cry because i realized this is a whole fresh start and then it made me kind of go back to when i was younger and kind of relive some of those worst times. You know, there were times where I would, like, there were times where I'd come down Christmas and there was, like, next to nothing. Um, you know, nobody really came over for the holidays. Um, 
we we definitely were not the fortunate type and to sit here and be able to like again i know it's gonna sound weird to say start it all over because it's not a complete fresh wipe but it does make me realize like hey yo we we suffered a fair bit you know and the thing that i really want to impart on this episode is not woe is me it is don't be ashamed to take you know certain things and cherish them you know be proud of where you came from because it's not always how things are going to be i remember vividly my dad coming home drunk and you know kicking over christmas presents i remember you know him giving me presents before christmas that were like a part of my birthday like i remember one year I was super pissed off at my dad because of some drunk thing he did. And he would buy. He would attempt to buy my respect, my affection, my, you know, likability, as it were. And I remember, you know, it was like Thanksgiving and my dad gave me my Xbox 360 that I still have, you know. Ironically enough, that was also the year that I think, I almost want to say it's almost the same year that Thrillville Off the Rails came out and it red screen or red circle of death my Xbox 360. I was like, bro, what the fuck? <laughs> but no. <laughs> Ooh, I am so sorry. Um, but and then like I remember my mom used to be so into the holidays. And it gradually fell away. Like my, One thing my mom did a lot was if we didn't have a lot, she would attempt to stretch it as far as she could. So like one year, we didn't get a bunch of presents under the tree, but each one was wrapped in a different wrapping paper. And, you know, on the tree there were riddles. And it was like based on the riddle was what the wrapping paper you had was. And honestly... I remember loving those times the most. I remember, you know, still cherishing the broken family that I had. And, you know, to come back to everything I was saying leading up to this point, it's hard. It is incredibly hard to sit here and realize that not only is my family broken, it is also mostly six feet under the ground, (laughs) you know? As people are reaching out to me to talk about the holidays and, you know, everybody talking about that what all their family is doing, it reminds me of when I was younger, when I was working, you know, in retail, and I would see, like, and this wasn't long, actually it was the year of my dad and brother passing, and I remember being so pissed off. Like, I came to hate the holidays because everyone else's family was happy. Meanwhile, I was suffering, you know. And when I was living with my old roommate back at the time, it wasn't, you know, a super fun Christmas, I will admit, because I had a lot of family baggage that was weighing me down. Um, But I do remember going over to, like, Jaleel's parents' place, my second family, and spending a bit of the holidays with them. Uh, I do remember, like, there were reprieves. And really, the reason I'm telling you all this, too, is I want you all to remember that sometimes these things are about perspective, you know? When I was younger and more immature and just hurting, yes, it was completely valid to feel the way that I did, but now as a grown adult, 
you know, who's lived past a bunch of all this stuff, I realized too that it really is a matter of, you know, looking at the positives of things. Yes, things could always be worse, and yes, you should absolutely have a pity party about, you know, everything that you feel, and, you know, all your because that's the thing, all your feelings are rational, all your feelings are realistic, and to suppress them isn't fair to you. And, you know, I realize I'm saying all this stuff off the cuff. Like, I did not write anything down. I just sat down in front of my microphone and tried to suppress as many coughs as I could. (laughs) But it really is one of those things where when you start to kind of feel down about the holidays, about the things you don't have, it's hard. It is very hard to sit back and look at the positives. You know, I'm not going to lie to y'all. I still fully, like, it still hurts to some degree realizing that my family didn't have any real traditions to them, you know? Yeah, we had a couple of joke ones because of crazy members in our family who are no longer with us, but sitting here and starting off on my own with, you know, the fox wife building my own family, like, I... It it really does kind of suck, you know? It sucks because I want, like, I'm finally starting to realize how much Christmas has hurt me as a kid, you know, and all the experiences because, you know, I'll be entirely realistic with you. I am probably not the best gift giver, you know? I do put a lot of thought into things before I buy them. But I'm not the type to reach out for artistic type stuff unless I know that's something you're 100% about because I like giving practical and fun gifts. Like if you befriend me, I guarantee you, you will probably receive something that you either needed and didn't realize or, you know, something that's to brighten your day. I'm not the type to like go on Etsy and buy a bunch of different things on there based on franchises that you like because... One thing that has always stood out to me is sometimes you don't get to give as many gifts as people deserve. And that was something that used to destroy me was I remember seeing my dad and my mom both stress out about the holidays. And I remember, you know, trying to pull together whatever money I could. Like, I don't know how many of y'all have ever experienced these but back in my old elementary school and middle school they used to have like mini christmas shops and what they were were like little shops that you can go buy like little knickknacks they probably aren't a thing anymore but they're at reduced prices so like you know i remember buying my dad like a hand tool set and you know a chopping block for my mom or something like that And I remember, you know, stressing about money myself and always feeling like the gifts that I gave them weren't enough. And then as I got older, without having much experience in like giving gifts, I remember giving some people some terrible ones. No, I fully remember a friend like absolutely berated me because I sent a joke gift and I made it and I tried to make it funny. And she's like, this just came off as arrogant. You're terrible. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, shit. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's 
one of those growing moments of life too. But to kind of rewind a little bit, yeah, no, there were times where like I absolutely hated the holidays. And coming to the realization that I'm healing in a weird way, because that's the thing too, and I kind of wanted to bring this on earlier rather than later, but I got my mom's suicide note, her unalive note, as you will. And, you know, I want you all to stop and think for a second. Think about all the things I've told you about my mom. And I want you all to think what she could have written in that letter that started me down this whole path of like, you know, a realization that I'm healing. My mom, in her final moments, decided to write, Dear EMS, Thank you for everything you do, and you're about to do. Please do not let my cat die. No, I shit you not. That is what she wrote. And, you know, it was weird. It was a whole bunch of complicated, you know, shenanigans for us to get the letter. And, you know, my mom's phone is sitting over at my sister's place. And I will probably do a deep dive on it in my own time to sit through and be like, alright, you know, what What was the real story going on here? And I'm kind of scared to find what I find. Um, but at the same time, it made me angry. And it made me incredible, or incredibly sad because, you know, not only... Well, I never really know what caused my mom to do the things that she did. You know, maybe in that moment she thought it was the right thing. And maybe that's what she had to do. Um, but it also kind of stands off to me as she didn't want to acknowledge the things that she did, you know, because to her life was perfect. She did no wrong. And the reason I'm telling you all this is because I realized something too. I, as I was saying earlier, I am a great gift giver. I'm, well, I'm getting better. Um, I need to branch out a little bit more, but I also am a terrible gift receiver in that I don't have any wants. I don't have any needs. Like if I needed something, I would just go out and get it. And as far as wants go, I don't think about it because I realized, you know, I wasn't allowed really to have wants. If I had wants, I was considered selfish and, you know, was just a fucking leech to the family. And whatever I got for Christmas, I I should just be thankful for. Which, mind you, I was. I was incredibly thankful for it. And I began to grasp onto smaller and smaller things to make the holidays special. Things of which that now, as a recovering adult from abuse, I realize... Juju has provided to me in abundance, overabundance even, and I can't be more thankful for that. But I realized too, you know, I am terrible about being kind to myself around the holidays. I am terrible about getting things like I feel a certain pressure at times to run out and match gifts 
if I haven't gotten somebody something. Like, I do like doing surprise gifts. Like, I surprised my boss and one of my coworkers because I really expect, like, respected their uh, mentorship and friendship. And I want to surprise some people in the Discord and be like, Ayo, you know, I really appreciate you guys during this crazy year. Here's a game on me. Um, you know, mind you, getting them all to decide on what that game will be, uh, that's going to be a hard one. That's going to be a very hard one. But hopefully they come through before the Steam sale ends and I can get away almost scot-free. <laughs> um, but, no. I tell you all these stories and tell you about how, you know, there are times where Christmas almost wasn't a thing and how I came to hate Christmas because I was envious. And I, you know, even at this Christmas, it's hard to fully let down all the pain that has like has basically built up over years to realize that I'm in the arms of a loving and caring family support unit. I have a great group of friends that care about me. Everybody out in the community that listens and, you know, interacts and has fun with me. Like, I cherish y'all so much. You know, I realized coming into this episode that I want to talk about some of the positive things we've done around Christmas time, like all the donations, all the charity work, everything that we did or do and continued or did and continue to do. I, again, I can't be more appreciative, but it kind of became more, more of an episode about realizing that, Hey, in these moments where things are hard, if you're not having the Christmas that you want to have, I want to stress to you in this short little episode that things will get better. You will find your way eventually. And you will find the people that you need to be with. Because let's be real, you may go through so many different character development arcs. You might love Christmas as a kid, realize that, you know, the money is driving your family apart as a mid-teen like I did, pre-teen. And then come to hate the holiday when you realize the only family you have left is a drunkard. And somebody that you don't really get to see much because they're doing their own holiday. You know, mind you, that wasn't how it was when that all went down. I had I had some amazing friends. We did Christmas parties. And those temporary, like, upsets were much needed, you know. But I don't think I could sit here and fully realize how much I appreciated them until, you know, I grew up some. And that's the thing, too, is you can be out of these situations years away from them and still hurt and still be healing. Like, my dad and brother passed, I want to say, 2016. You know, when I was 21, that is like seven years ago. But, mind you, I just turned 28, so my math might be yet correct, it might be wrong. But it is still something that impacts me. And my mom passing earlier this month, or earlier this year, it was early this month, that'd be a little more fucked up. Um, But again, there are times where you will relapse into the like depression that is, 
and you may end up questioning yourself like why why can't i say what i want why don't i have wants and sometimes you have to look back into the pain and realize that you yourself experienced a lot of traumatic events you hurt you ache and it's okay it's completely okay to start from ground zero on your own like a buddy of mine knocks who i'm not sure if he listens to the podcast now that i'm thinking about it but he was telling me on the stream the other night that he just got his own place and it feels weird and it feels foreign and he's a lazy bastard and he doesn't know what to do and i'm like homie he'll come with time it's okay you know i really want to stress y'all and mind you this it will you know also be a kind of shorter thing so i really want to make this compact but i really want to stress to you that these are all the ebbs and the flows of life that we come to experience and things will get better it's hard to see that right now. And I realize a lot of families are suffering more than ever. I am incredibly lucky to be able to be here with the Fox wife in the level that we are. Yes, we don't have a bunch of gifts under the tree. You know, as many as we would like to give to the other. You know, I I would fucking murder if I could figure out what mixer she wants. Like a tabletop mixer. I've been staring at these things for so long, but she won't tell me which one she wants, and I don't want to get the wrong one, um, but I realize, too, that, you know, a lot of people are out suffering, and a lot of people are experiencing the Christmases that I had, and I really just want to impart to you, as part of my community, and as part of humanity in itself, to remember to be kind. Remember to go out and say hello to everyone you meet. You know, it doesn't have to be a full-on conversation, but just smile at people. Be the reason that somebody's holiday might be a little bit better. Because we, truly, we don't know what everyone else is going through. And it's hard. It is hard to, you know, gauge how far an interaction may impact somebody. You know, like I said, years down the road, I still get a little misty-eyed thinking about watching The Muppets Christmas Carol, which is the all-time best Christmas movie, hands down. You can fight me in the comments below, but it makes me sad to realize that the family that I started the tradition with isn't really here. And this, and I will say this too, this is the first Christmas Eve, I think, uh, that I am not with a family like I remember when I was living at you know my own apartment or I was living with Jaleel um I would go home I would go home for the holidays or I'd go over to my sister's place and this is the first time easily I can say that I'm spending it away from my immediate family but in saying that as well I realize this is the first Christmas that I'm spending with my new family. With the sweet Aki cat who's fast asleep on the fox wife's computer table. To the amazing fox wife who is sitting in the other room poorly coughing her heart out. I feel so bad. <laughs> oh man. 
And I I do. I feel bad that I can't, you know, continue on with a bunch of this. There are a couple more things that I do want to talk about before ending podcast. Um, but again, I just truly want to stress to you to go out and be a good person this holiday. It costs zero dollars and zero cents to smile. If you have a bit of spare change, listen, don't give it to the Salvation Army. The Salvation Army is kind of corrupt. You know, they're better, much more reliable, you know, resources out there. If you see somebody drop something, pick it up for them. Be kind, be caring. Realize that if somebody's pissed off, there's usually a reason behind it. You know, by all means, that's not an excuse to go up to service workers and be a fucking dickbag about it. But be kinder to them. Be kinder to the people that make the holidays the holidays. You know, and realize that in the coming days at least, these fuckers are going to bust their ass one more time to get all the end of year sales set up. You know, they're going to be doing returns. They're going to be doing a lot of shit. Be patient. Be kind. Make this last week of the year, you know, one that you can be proud of. And that actually is how I'm going to bring it closer to an end. Because I want to challenge y'all. You know, and I'm not cutting it early because my throat's starting to hurt, I promise. But I did want to get this done before, you know, Christmas Day. Because otherwise I'm just lying at that point, you know. But... I want to challenge y'all. I want to challenge you to spend the next couple of days, whenever you hear this, to think about what made your year. What were the positives? What were the negatives? And what, you know, ultimately made this year either the greatest year or the worst year. And I want you to be kind yourself when thinking about these things say for example you didn't get the weight loss goal that you wanted to do maybe you didn't get a partner in time for the holidays you know cuffing season came and went and you don't have anybody or hey maybe you ended a relationship too but i want you to be kind to yourself about all of that and maybe you don't even have the money that you need be kind it's in the past And there's nothing more that we can do about it. So, you know, I want you to realize where your ups and downs were and be realistic with yourself. As we come across the end of the year, you know, I get very, very reminiscent. I know for a fact there were a lot of things I wanted to do across the year that I wasn't able to do because of work, because of you know, mental health, emotional health, physical health, um, you know, in sitting here and trying to be a guiding voice to some people, even that in itself, I didn't do the way I wanted to do a hundred percent of the time. You know, I got, I got 50% of the year. I am very proud of what I've done, you know, but with that said, I want you to be realistic with yourself And write down or think about where your positives were, where your negatives were, where the neutrals were. And start realistically thinking about what you want for your New Year's goals to be. 
I'm just going to be upfront with y'all. Um, next week's podcast is going to be about, you know, a year of reflection. And I realize, you know, I do a lot of reflection and there'll be more reflection two months down the line when we hit podcast anniversary. Like I'm incredibly excited to put season two next to the fucking season name. So that way I can start diversifying it just a tiny bit. Um, but, and there are projects that I'm working on that I'm incredibly proud for y'all to see, but at that same time, you know, I'm going to be very realistic about certain things, and it is, I'm going to do my best to make it a live podcast, so that way we can talk and interact, and I invite you, as such, to come out, you know, usually I do them on Thursday at like 7, 8 o'clock p.m., EST at twitch.tv slash phantasmaplumes where I will be talking about a lot of this. I will probably end up doing it on Wisdom too because I actually picked up this nifty little, <laughs> you know, I really wanted to show you all this, but I'll sh- I'll save it for next time. I think I showed it off during stream last night, but I want to show off this little, you know, phone stand that I bought for five bucks over at Walmart it's like a little rotating glow-in-the-dark stand. I have not seen it glow yet, but with all the lights being on it as it is now, I'm sure that bitch will light up nicely and I'll be like, ah, that's nice. <laughs> but, you know, um, I will be doing a full-on conversation. It'll be a dissertation, you know. It will be civil. I will make jokes for sure. But in all that too, I challenge you to do the same. Do some reflecting absolutely enjoy the holiday today or tomorrow or you know whenever you celebrate the holidays whatever you do please be merry and fun forget about all the negatives just for a little bit because that's what your heart needs your mind and soul require it be kind to yourself and then when the parties are all said and done and you've cleaned up and you're ready for the new year to start i want you to be realistic with yourself And I want you to be honest with yourself and tell yourself where you succeeded, where you failed, and where you're kind of mad about. Because let's be real, and we've talked about this a number of times, but there is no such thing as a true failure unless you came to a hard stop and stopped, you know, doing anything past that. And I'm going to be realistic with you. If you're listening to this podcast right now, you are still moving. It may be at a centimeter, a millimeter at a time, but you picked up my podcast and you're listening to it, you're doing something, you are alive, you are well, and you will get better. I promise. But I'm going to go ahead and end things off. Um, Again, I'm sorry it's a shorter episode. But I am, like, fighting the urge to cough like a motherfucker. And I really don't want to cough on the mic. But I do just want to say, before I start my whole goodbye goodbyes, I wish you and yours a very, very Merry Christmas. Uh, If you celebrate it, if you celebrate any other holidays, I'm sorry. My brain is so foggy right now, I couldn't even begin to name what other holidays are going on right now. And I feel bad about that. I used to be, like, I realized, too, the other day that I used to be a holiday buff. I used to read, like, a bunch of books on the different holidays. And now I'm just like, oh, yeah, nah, grandma, we. (laughs) But I truly do wish 
that all of you out there, wherever you are, you're having the best season that you can. And that you can have a satisfying end of the year. I will see you all very, very soon. We will have another conversation about, you know, getting ready for the new year. Being realistic with your expectations for it. You know, that might be two weeks from now. Because I guarantee you I'm going to be in a reflective mood once the holidays are said and done. Because, A.O., I got the week off next week. And realistically, I'm just like, "Mm, I have no clue what I'm going to do. And realistically, I'm probably going to be sitting there, like, in the thinker pose, just like, "Mm, I got a gym membership and I haven't been in, like, three weeks. (laughs) Which is true. I feel bad about that. I'm working on that. But seriously, guys. Thank you all so much for listening. And remember, you can find me in the night skies across different platforms. You've got Phantasma Plumes on Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube. And Wisdom. You can listen to Plumescast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and soon to be YouTube with the new year. And you can email the show directly by sending it to plumescast at gmail.com. That email again is plumescast, P-L-U-M-E-S-C-A-S-T, at gmail.com. Guys, thank you all so much for listening in. And as always, I'll talk to you again from the stars very, very soon. Until next time, everybody, again, have a wonderful Christmas if you're celebrating and a happy holidays if you're not. And bye bye